Much like the Avengers next week, we have assembled again and we're back. That's right. Jess and I have returned after a little bit of a hiatus for episode 52 of the podcast. Jess and I are going to be talking all about Avengers Infinity War coming out soon and talking about uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole and what this all means on episode 52 of the podcast. Cue the music. Welcome, everyone, to the Entertainment Buffet Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Wipe off that dust. We're back. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Prosek. And I'm your other host, Jess Quaz. Oh, my goodness, Jess. It's been like an eternity. I know. I mean, it's been like a month and a half. But for us, that does feel like a very long time. One may say it's been an infinity. Oh, an infinity war, you say? (laughs) Um, yeah, an infinity and war, what is it good for? I almost just broke <laughs> out into that song. <laughs> but, yeah, guys, holy crap, like Jess said, it's been like a month and a half. We are so sorry for the hiatus. We've been up to a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, before we, uh, before, like I said, we're going to be talking about Avengers and, uh, Infinity War and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. God, I'm rusty. <laughs> Talking is hard. (laughs) It really is. Okay. Before we get started on the topic of the episode, I think we should kind of update you. Entertainment Buffet and myself and Jess have been up to a lot of stuff. So uh, in case some of you listeners are not a follower on our other social medias, um, we also recently created an Instagram. So please follow us on Instagram at Entertainment Buffet, where we'll be posting updates and such. I'm still going to, Jess is going to teach me how to do the story thing because I've never really made an Instagram story like an old fart. Aww. Uh, <laughs> I've snapped occasionally, but it's so rare, it's pretty much non existent. Um, but what, what else have we been up to? Um, Kind of some things that we've been working on for a while, such as a much, much way overdue web series called Plan B. We released not one, not two, but four episodes since you last heard us. So please go onto our Facebook or go onto uh, our YouTube Entertainment Buffet. Check out those four episodes. We have six more coming in. The, uh, they're releasing about every other Thursday. So be on the lookout for those. Um, what else have we been up to? Oh, we recently finished Mario Party Kills Friendships, a uh, documentary short film we've been working on and uh, is going to be screening possibly soon here. Stay tuned for that in Chicago. Uh, we'll let you know when that's going to be available to see. And what else? Oh my goodness. We're working on our second live production. It's right. It's called Out of This World. It is a sci-fi fantasy comedic theater experience. We have four shows coming to Stage 773, June 14th, 17th, 21st, and 24th. Those are Thursdays and Sundays at Stage 773. Tickets are available, guys. Holy crap. 
So you can go to stage773.com uh, slash show slash out of this world for tickets there. Whew. Holy crap. That's that's a lot of stuff, Jess. <laughs> it is. It's a lot of stuff in a very short amount of time, but it's awesome. We have so much content out there now. It's very exciting. Yes. I can't believe it. Uh, as I've probably... Uh, complained on this podcast many times. Plan B has taken way too long, guys. Uh, I'm so sorry, but it's finally coming to you after three-year production. And uh, also, like I said, Mario Party Kills Friendships. These are some longtime projects finally being released to the public and also a new live show that we've been working on. It's going to be a fun time. Um, Basically, Out of This World is four short plays. All of them are sci-fi, fantasy-based comedies. Um, so please check that out, stage773.com. We'd really appreciate it. Whew. My goodness. Jess. Yes. What have you been up to in the last month and a half well, since we last podcasted? Um, I got a new job, so I've been super busy with that, training for that, getting the groove of that. It's been going really well, though. Um, and I had a birthday, so I'm out of my first quarter of my life. I'm now 26. Um, feels good, though. I feel I feel good. I feel even though I'm 26, I feel like a 22-year-old still. Um, so ready for the second quarter to come at me. Um, and yeah, not... Nearly as much as Entertain Buffet has been, but still, still going. Oh, no, yeah, plenty going, new job, that's awesome, congrats, Jess. Thank and you. Yeah, I, I also turned 26, it's crazy, we're, uh, we're, we're getting older, but uh, it's, it's crazy that we met back when we were like 19, 20. Before we could <laughs> even legally drink, how sweet. Before... <laughs> before we could legally drink. I like how 21, that's just, it's not even about like an age for like maturity or anything. It's just like whether you could or could not legally drink. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was definitely was not mature at 21. That's for sure. There was no growth then. Absolutely not. It was all about drinking. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to argue that. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, 21. Uh, if I were to look back at 21-year-old Brandon, I'd be like, Christ, what the hell are you doing? Um, <laughs> yeah, 21-year-old so, Jessica would not be able to be a podcast host. There's no way she could have handled that, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow got through college, though, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, God. Well, guys... Uh, like I said, we appreciate there's there's been tons of still downloads happening over the last month and a half since we've been gone. We thank all of you listeners who have been checking us out and uh, hopefully sharing the love. Um, speaking of sharing the love, we actually got a review during our hiatus. Um, did you happen to see I sent you this review, Jess? No, I did not see it. Another thing that happened in the month and a half I was gone, I was a little bit off the grid because my phone was a piece of garbage and not working. So, no, I did not see that we had a review at all. What? How exciting. Yeah, which is funny because, like, since Jess and I live in another state, with, like, uh, her not having a phone, it's pretty much like there's been almost like a month and a half of like next to no communication because it's not like I could just like walk on over to her apartment and be like, Hey, <laughs> are you alive? 
Still going. I'm still alive. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I'll send a uh, send a raven next time, Game of Thrones style. Oh, that would be um, so cool. Please do. <laughs> Can you find me a raven? I will definitely do that. And then the scroll just says, sup. (laughs) So we have a five-star review from uh, a user by the name of Tamba10. Um, And sorry, we're just getting to this now, but uh, the way we get our reviews, it's a little bit on a delay. Um, This happened a little bit before last podcast, but basically this is... Uh, from Tamba 10 says, this is the perfect podcast for when I deliver pizzas as my second job. It makes the time go by fast, and I enjoy both of your opinions on several different types of films. Now that you've done your top 10 uh, best of all time, maybe do the top 10 worst movies you've ever seen? Just a suggestion. But he said, P.S. Jess, you single? Question mark. No! Sunglasses Tamba emoji. 10. Tamba 10, you trying to get some? Tamba 10. Okay, I will say, though, Tamba 10, um, the fact that you say you enjoy my opinions, uh, you've just made my whole year. I don't think anyone's I'm, I'm ever gonna... said that to me before. <laughs> so I just texted you again so you could legit see. Well, I just I just reset it so you could see it. Just so you didn't think I was making it up. It said oh PSU single. That is hysterical. Wow. Thank you, Tamba 10. I am flattered. And... If you enjoy my opinions, wow, thank you. That's a big deal. I don't think anyone ever does, and I have a lot of them, so wow, wow. <laughs> well, Jess, that's uh, that's our first review, which uh, one of the hosts has been hit on. <laughs> <laughs> what a creative way to hit on somebody. Review their podcast. Right? All right. And he said so many kind things. Like, he says the perfect podcast for when he delivers pizzas. He makes the time go by fast. He enjoys both of our opinions. I'm glad that he gave me some credit, too, and not just uh, the girl he had the hots for. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and then also gave us a podcast suggestion. So he pointed out how we did our top ten best of all time. He said, what about our worst movies we've ever seen? Oof, Oof. that is going to take some examination. That would. Uh, Tamba 10, we are going to look at that. And, uh, but yeah, please uh, tweet at us uh, at Entertain Buffet or tweet at me, tweet at Jess. Um, Maybe we'd love to hear some of your worst movies you've ever seen, Tamba 10. And uh, we'll try to make that episode happen in the next, uh, in the next handful we, we tackle. Um, and yeah, reach out to Jess. She is single. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you don't need to try to pimp me out here. Like, you ain't gonna get a cut. Like, you're not getting 10%. I'm just saying. <laughs> what if, that's funny, it's like, this is how my mind works as a writer. Uh, it's just like, what if that's how you met your future husband? <laughs> like, he left a podcast iTunes review. <laughs> oh my goodness. I could just, could you, like, imagine explaining that to my parents? Like... So well, I met this guy. Like, <laughs> so I just imagine ninety-year-old Jess on a rocking chair with these large glasses. That's like wild children, grandchildren. <laughs> Let me tell you about how I met your grandfather. There were these things called a podcast, and uh, see, I was one of the hosts of this wonderful podcast, the Entertainment Buffet Podcast, where uh, the, his name was Tamba Ten. He never told me what that meant, but basically, he he asked if I was single and then left one of those sunglasses emojis. You know, you remember emojis? 
back before everything was hieroglyphics and holograms um, and your hoverboards, you shit uh, kids. Well, that's that's how we met. It was so romantic. First it of was all, almost you're nailing this impression because I totally will say shit to my grandkids at some point. It'll just slip out for sure. Second, like. <laughs> oh, Jessica sounds like a classy broad. I love, I hope my voice sounds like that when I'm older. It's amazing. It's classier than what it is now. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, just the visual I had of you rocking in a chair, uh, like knitting. Uh, like, But it's like not even real knitting because it's in the future, so it's like, uh, like a hologram knitting. I don't know why, but... Um. Uh, it's like an app on your phone where you just, like, move your thumbs. <laughs> it's just an app. <laughs> you just, like, pick the color thread and it just, like, prints out, like, a piece of paper. How is that not oh an app God. already? I feel like that... Like well, I think thing. it's called 3D printers. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're in the future now. We got that. <laughs> Which totally still blow my mind. I don't know how that works. But... No. Uh, I'm glad you, you enjoyed. I'm pretty sure now that I'm thinking about it, that's kind of like Helen's voice from Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling Podcast. Um, now that I'm realizing I did that voice, that may have been lifted a little bit. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that was my impression of old Jess. Thank you, Tamba 10, for <laughs> giving us that review. And so we could joke about uh, elderly Jess with her grandchildren. <laughs> Just dropping S bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about uh, the sunglass emoji. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the emojis? <laughs> the, they're like, Shut no, up, grandma, grandma, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what is going to be the thing that they're doing opposed to emojis? I don't even want to know. I just don't. It sound, <laughs> I don't. I, if we're, even if, if we're all still there, I don't even know. Who knows? Good, good God. Let's not talk about the future too much. <laughs> anyway, but, I just had a birthday. Anyway, Yay! listeners. Anyway, listeners. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tampa 10, for leaving that review. And please, everyone, if you haven't yet, leave us a review. Give us five stars on iTunes. Uh, suggest episodes like they did. If you don't want to leave the suggestion in the review, you could tweet at us. You can um, also email us, entertainmentbuffet at gmail.com. We are always open to suggestions. We want to talk about what you guys want to listen to. We want your pizza delivering and uh, flirting to other podcast hosts to be as easy as possible. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for you guys. <laughs> what if he's just like a stone cold fox, but he's awkward as hell? <laughs> I'm trying. Just tamp tamp. Oh my God, what if? <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks like Leo DiCaprio, but he's actually, personality-wise, like Dwight from The Office. I mean, hey, he likes my opinion, so... <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's the only thing you're like, well, he likes my opinions. Because <laughs> I'm such an opinionated weirdo. I feel like no one As is ever the... like, wow, I really like your opinions, Jessica. They're usually like, could you shut the fuck up? I don't care what you think about that. I don't... I get it. You think about a lot of things. I don't care. <laughs> I just enjoy the, like, you act like everyone's chastising you for your opinions. Oh, I know. God. Poor me. I'm just, ugh. <laughs> don't worry. You'll bitch about it to your grandkids someday. <laughs> no one cared about my opinions. No one ever cared except your grandfather. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't know. This is just a... 
This is just a great appetizer of entertainment before we get into the main course. Before, we get, the buf- before we get into the buffet, would you? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's what I was. That's what I was alluding to. Okay. Well, you said main course. You should have went. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Wow. I, well, that's what I was. That's okay. We have to start the episode because now we're just. Yes. We're just going all over. Yes, the place. we do. Guys, it's been a while. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have, this is our comeback. We have comeback. to get all the. This, this is our comeback. Oh, <laughs> uh, now I just have the song like "Don't call it a comeback." See, <laughs> I'm just years. thinking about Destiny's Child performing with Beyonce at Coachella now. Yeah, like that's our comeback. Oh God! Would you okay. rather be Kelly so, or Michelle? Uh. Okay, whatever. I'm clearly the <laughs> Beyonce here, so it's fine. No one even no one even knows who those two are. It's cool. Do me a favor. When you go to Tam- uh, go out to dinner with Tambatan, ask him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. goodness. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so before we get to the, the main course, um, we should probably get to our super salad. Um, <laughs> Jess. <laughs> These are just food categories now. Soup and salad and those delicious Olive Garden breadsticks or red lobster cheddar biscuits. One of those. Um, For a second, I Jess. thought you said super salad. Like a super, super salad. A, su- a super sized no, salad. No, I get what you're saying, though. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... What ha- what kind of stuff the last month of, and a half have you been watching? Uh, on how about let's start with TV. Have you been watching much TV, Jess? Yeah, I think I've actually been watching more TV than movies. Um, so oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. So recently, I've been rewatching Westworld and Handmaid's Tale because both are coming back for season two very soon, and both are incredible. The first seasons of just came out for both shows last year. Um, just Westworld actually came out in 2016. That's the first right. Season. You're right. No, you're so right. It, but it's they didn't have any season two in 2017, so it just feels like yeah, forever. Yeah. So it has so it has been forever since I've seen that show, and so it's so complex and so cerebral. So I've been rewatching that to like really fully grasp where we're gonna be in the start of season two because there's a lot of details, a lot of things I've been forgetting. So. I've been rewatching that, and it's just so incredible. Like, even second time around, I'm still, like, mind-blown by it. And then Handmaid's Tale as well. That's amazing. That was last year. Um, have you seen either of those shows, Brandon? Uh, so I have not seen Handmaid's Tale. It's been on my list, but I, I, I have not owned Hulu for the last, like, probably six to eight months or so. So it's been on my list once I get Hulu again. Um, but I have seen Westworld. So, yeah, both, I mean, they're both just very incredible. I think you'd really like Handmaid's Tale. So I've been rewatching. Oh, I know I will. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I'm actually just going to give you my Hulu login so you can fucking watch it because it's just so good. Um, (laughs) I love it. It's very, both shows are very heavy though. So like it's been a slow rewatch because there's only so much I can handle in one sitting. So those have, I've been rewatching those and I highly suggest those shows to anybody. Um, they're just so good, but new shows I've been watching. Um, I just started altered carbon on Netflix 
And oh, that's been on my list to look at. How is that? It's it's like Westworld, where it's very cerebral, very detailed. You have to pay attention. Like you cannot hop on your phone on this show, otherwise you will be so lost. Like you have got to to actually focus. Um, but it's really good. It's it's super complex plot. Um, that's really hard to describe. Um, but it's yeah, it's set in. A dystopian future uh, where our human conscious is actually downloaded into a disc that goes into, like, our spines. And so when you die, your disc is taken out and you're put into a new body or what the show calls sleeves. So that's, like, the premise. Like, that's the the universe it's in. It's really interesting. Um, Really, really good. If you like sci-fi, definitely check it out. Um, and then also on Netflix, I've been rewatching the docu series. Not rewatching. I've been watching the docu series Wild Wild Country. Have you heard of this, Brandon? I have not. <clears throat> it's like, it's pretty new. I think it just got on Netflix within the last few weeks. It's a docu series about a cult that I had never heard of before. It's like called uh, Rajneesh something. It's. It's insane. It's a really insane story about this huge cult, I think it was in the 80s, that basically took over a town in Oregon and kind of tried to start a war with the neighboring counties and neighboring towns. It's insane. I don't know how I'd never heard of it before. Um, but Wild Wild Country, it's just one of those like top docuseries that Netflix keeps pumping out. So it's really good. Nice. Um, yeah, no, I've never even heard of that, so that's uh, definitely something I need to add to my list. Sidebar, um, it's also produced by the Duplass brothers, so <clears throat> you know it's, like, good. Oh, nice, for sure. I love the Duplasses. I need to I need to continue watching Room 104. Um, Same. Any other, TV, any other TV shows you've been uh, checking out? Well, I don't know if I mentioned this, but actually Room 104, I just uh, started to get into that again. Um, but that's also a very like heavy show, and I feel like I can only watch like one at a time. Yeah, I think I've seen about four, maybe five, um, uh, or at least like half, maybe not quite the full first season. But yeah, definitely great uh, episodic uh, anthology show. Um, so it's funny you said you've been watching a ton of TV. I have not actually been watching that much TV over the last month and a half. Um, I've more so been trying to watch movies, um, some stand-up specials and whatnot. But like as far as TV goes, I've seen a couple more episodes of The Twilight Zone continue to be crazy. I can't believe television was so good even way back in the day. Um, but one show I did rewatch was my second favorite comedy of all time, Community. I uh, own all the seasons except for season four. We like to call that the gas leak season. It never happened. Um, but I rewatched seasons one through three and then five and six, um, which sounds like a lot. But uh, in the later seasons, the the they started uh, kind of greenlighting less episodes and they're only 20 minutes. So it's it was like something to just have on in the background while I was working on stuff. But if you haven't seen Community yet, Jess, like... You are missing out. I haven't, and I keep hearing that I need to watch it. You really, really, really do, especially because, like, you would just love the pop culture references, the homages, um, just so much intelligent humor, but also mixed with just, like, dumb absurdity. Like, it's it's got... 
a lot of people are like, is that just a show that kind of just makes fun of everything? It's like a little bit, but there's also deeper stuff happening too. Um, so yeah, community. I may just need to like ship all my seasons out to you to watch in Colorado on DVD. Cause, uh, or I, they may be on Hulu still. Um, but yeah, community, but, uh, let's jump on over to movies. What kind of movies have you been up to Jess? Have you seen, uh, I, uh, we'll finish with black Panther, but, uh, what else have you seen? So I have not seen a ton of movies within the last month. Um, Mostly TV, and I have started a new job, so I haven't had a ton of time. But um, the movies I have seen are uh, Atomic Blonde, which is on HBO now. I also saw that. So I did not love it. Um, it was okay. It wasn't bad. <laughs> um, I thought about you, you though. You seem so hesitant. <laughs> It was, like, I, I thought the visuals were really great, and the fight scenes were really, really cool, and there was some really awesome sequences, for sure, and I think Charlize was just total badass and really good, but, like, story-wise, eh, like, eh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> like, ha- most of the time I was like, wait, why is she even, why is she doing this, like, right now? Why is she fighting these guys? I don't know, but it looks cool, like, whatever, um... So I didn't love it for that because it, it, I just felt like it did not have much of a story that I could like get behind. It was fun though. Like it's a fun action movie. It's kind of like, I don't know if that's your genre, check it out. Um, another movie I watched a little more random is personal shopper, which is, uh, one of the new additions to the criterion collection and it stars Kristen Stewart. And it was another one where it was like, uh, all right. Yeah, all right. Like, <laughs> like most Criterion movies, it's like, I don't know if I liked it or not. Like, it's just like, eh, all right, I watched it. It's fine. Like, <laughs> it's interesting, though. It's a, about a woman who is a personal shopper in Paris, and um, she believes she's a clairvoyant and can communicate with her dead brother. So it's got, like, a little bit of a mystical element to it, but, like, eh, it was all right. Um... And then I finally, finally saw Black Panther. Yeah, you did. Um, uh, let me just, uh, I'm going to say some movies I'm watching real quick, and then I actually, we I want to kick off our Marvel discussion with Black Panther. Um, so I'm obviously not going to go through every movie I saw, but I also saw Atomic Blonde. I saw uh, some older movies that uh, have a, that I either caught on Netflix or my DVD.com subscription. Uh, I saw Battle of the Sexes. I saw Clerks for the first time by Kevin Smith. Um, I saw National Treasure. I saw the Netflix movie with the workaholics guys called Game Over Man. Interesting experience. Um, I saw the classic Hitchcock movie, North by Northwest, um, for the first time. Awesome movie. Hitchcock, it's like no wonder he's talked about all the time. Um... Uh, as far as like movies I saw in theaters, I saw Ready Player One. That was kind of fun. Um, don't take it too seriously. I saw The Death of Stalin, kind of a dark comedy. Same guy who uh, helped create the show Veep, that same style. I saw A Quiet Place with John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I saw Isle of Dogs, <laughs> Wes Anderson's uh, new stop-motion animation, kind of in the vein of Fantastic Mr. Fox. I also saw Annihilation with Natalie Portman, which, Jess, that movie fucked me up. 
<laughs> I still haven't seen it yet. I really, really want to, though. I mean, all I'll say, I won't spoil anything to anyone, but, like, the first two-thirds are, like, a run-of-the-mill kind of, like, thriller, horror-type thing. And then all of a sudden, the last, like, half hour is trippy and weird, but also, like, depressing. And it just had me... Uh, I'll do an impression. Shout out to my friend Jason Headland, who I saw the movie with. This was actually the first movie I saw with MoviePass. Um, but we were walking to the parking lot, and we're both kind of, like, squinting, like, th- in thought. If you can, like, visualize, like, we're just kind of like, what? And then we both looked at each other and both at the same time went, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like... That was our reaction to Annihilation. <laughs> and no joke, Jess, like, it depressed me, like, the rest of the week. Like, it's not a bad movie by any means. Like, it's a well-made movie, well-acted, well-directed, visuals, all that stuff. It's just, it'll really give you some dark, deep thoughts. And so, like, I went home that night and I rewatched Deadpool just to cheer me up. Wow. <laughs> uh, but the, it, I felt it, like, the rest of the week. Like, it was like a guttural reaction that just, like, unsettled me. <laughs> wow, interesting. Well, it sounds like you've really been putting the movie pass you got to work. Like, you've seen so many movies. Yeah, and then also just, like, Netflixing movies and my DVD.com subscription. And also, shout out to my fellow uh, wrestling fans. I obviously... WrestleMania weekend recently happened. I saw NXT TakeOver New Orleans and then WrestleMania 34, the Super Bowl of Wrestling, happened the last couple weeks. So uh, shout out to people who saw that. It was quite interesting, to say the least. But yeah, movie pass subscription. I've been trying to put it to good work. Um, Probably my favorite movie of the year so far is Isle of Dogs. Um, I think it's well worth seeing just the stop motion animation, even if you don't care for the story, but it's dogs. So, like, I don't know if you hate dogs. I'm probably not a huge fan of you. But um, it the visuals and the things that they do with that that medium, it is just crazy. Like, I wish I had the the patience and the technical skill to pull off stop motion animation. It sh- I wish it was a more prevalent thing did you ever see fantastic mr fox jess that wes anderson made no i have not seen that yet or are you a wes anderson fan in general yeah no i am i just have not seen like all of his films and uh i have not seen isle of dogs yet i do want to i'm waiting for my movie pass to come in and then i'm gonna hit the ground running to the theater Good. Yeah, I uh I'm I'm not like a humongous Wes Anderson fan. Like I see his merits, but I also haven't seen all of his movies. I still have a ton I need to see, but one of my favorites of his is Fantastic Mr. Fox and now uh, honestly Isle of Dogs would be up there too for favorite films of his. Um and probably like my favorite of 2018 so far. It was just a fun time. But uh yeah, Jess, let's uh Let's get on to the main course now of the episode. We're talking about Marvel and Avengers Infinity War and the last movie that came out before Infinity War. It's actually still in theaters, breaking records, um, over $1.3 billion worldwide, Black Panther. Um, I saw this back in February, but you said you just recently saw it. Jess, what did you think of Black Panther? First impressions. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really cool, visually awesome. The characters were totally badass. 
Um, one thing that actually, like, really surprised me was I was not expecting it to be such, like, an ensemble. Like, you know, usually with a superhero movie, especially, like, with the superhero titled name like that, it's, it revolves around the one person. And, of course, like, Black Panther is the main protagonist. He's the one that we follow. But I was not expecting, like, everyone to have as much screen time as they had. I was expecting, like... A lot of um, more like gimmicky cameos, like kind of just like showing up. I was not expecting it to to actually like have like full fledged characters that come in and out, like really big supporting cast. Um, like everyone, I just felt like got the right amount of screen time, the right amount of story. Everyone had like a really good role, so I thought that was really cool. I was not expecting it to be like I said, such an ensemble. Yeah, I think that kind of threw me too, um, but in a good way. Um, like you said, usually these solo movies, it's about that person and that person only, and clearly like his is one of the main arcs. But I loved the Shuri character, uh, his sister. I loved um, the leader of the, the Wakandan army. Uh, I loved Michael B. Jordan's character, uh, like one of the best Marvel villains. Yeah, like you said, just such a fleshed out cast. The visuals, um, the the soundtrack, I think, is also awesome. Yes, shout out to Kendrick Lamar. He killed it. I love Kendrick. I think he's so great, and I think he just did a dope ass job with the soundtrack. It was so good. Um, I really liked the car chase sequence too. I thought that was really neat. I thought that was done in such a creative and like unique and fresh way. And it's really hard to make like car chase scenes exciting because we've, you know, kind of seen them all. But this one was, I just felt like brand new. Yeah, I was going to say like a lot of people are like, what was wrong with the movie? It's like there really wasn't a lot wrong. It was just more so like maybe like the final action sequence where like, it's the two CGI Black Panthers fighting, like, in this dark train way with, like, a lot of CG. Like, it was more so, like, effects things, but, like, not, like, acting or direction or anything like that. But just, like, yeah, I... It, it was hard finding flaws beyond that and beyond, like, sure, some characters probably could have been written a little more. But it was such a big cast, such a big... I just loved the look of Wakanda. Yeah, like, I, I love it. I think the production department deserves such credit for that. Yeah, I loved, like, all the different tribes in Wakanda having, like, their own very distinct look. That was really cool. Um, the t- town itself, like, the, seeing the city of it and seeing the country of it. Like, it was just... Really beautiful, really cool. I totally see why everyone just wants to move there now. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And uh, the main reason I wanted to wait to have this Infinity War and Marvel conversation was not so that we're close to when the release date is, but more so so that just like that you were able to see Black Panther and everyone had plenty of chances to see Black Panther. It's been out since February, guys. If you haven't seen it, get the hell to that theater and see it and sure like you could probably see infinity war without it but it's just such a good movie like you deserve to see black panther on the big screen because there are going to be some direct ramifications heading into infinity war as we kind of transition into that so uh 
Jess, it's crazy. This movie, Avengers Infinity War, coming out April 27th, like, nothing has, like, can we just talk about, like, the history as far as, like, nothing like this has, like, ever really been done and, like, Marvel just uh, feels like they just own everything now? <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, like, there there really isn't a movie you can compare it to besides other Avengers movies. Like, and even so, like, the scope of this is so huge. And I think that's, like, what I'm most excited about is to see all these, like, larger-than-life characters take up the same space on the same screen. It's just... These I don't know. Like, there really isn't anything like it. This is kind of groundbreaking in terms of, like, movie content. Um... And I think it's really and no exciting Justice too, that League does all... not count some of those haters. Justice League does not count. No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Justice League is nowhere near the scope of Avengers. No, 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 no. But especially this one, like Infinity War, it's all sort of been working towards this. Um, and I feel like that's a really interesting thing to see play out within like the last decade, like where Marvel has started and where they are now. And it's now leading to this really big spectacle of a movie. Yeah, so I do have to ask Jess, because I have enjoyed kind of bringing this up to some people. So way back in 2008, uh, way back when we were 16, um, did you see Iron Man in theaters? No, I couldn't care less about Iron Man. I just didn't give a shit about it. Like, I did not see it. I didn't know that that's where it was headed. Like, I didn't think... I just thought... Well, no one did. That's the point. True. Yeah, no, I didn't see it. I did not see it in theaters. I don't think I saw it until, like, years after it came out. I don't know. Like, Iron Man is also not one of my favorites. He's one I really don't care much about. Um... So, no, I didn't see it in theaters. I was actually trying to remember the other day what the first Marvel movie I saw in theaters. And it I can't remember. It might have been the very first Avengers. I think that might have been my first Marvel movie I saw in theaters. Which is crazy, because I feel like a lot of people did jump on at that point. Um, <clears throat> so, quick little story. I did see Iron Man in theaters. Um, and I'll never forget... I was dating one of my first high school girlfriends at the time, and we went with, like, two of her friends and two of my friends. And uh, once the credits started, um, and bear in mind, this is opening weekend, so we did not know about the after credit scene. So basically what happened was she was like, oh, you know, we need to go to the bathroom. And so, like, I went out and to, like, wait for them uh, by the bathroom, and, like, my two friends stayed in the theater uh, I don't know why. I think they were just talking. Like, no one... The after credits things weren't a thing until, like, Marvel movies. So, basically, they're sitting there, and then all of a sudden, Samuel L. Jackson, dressed as Nick Fury, comes out and talks to Tony Stark. Is like, I need to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. And, like, they come running out in the hall, and I was like, and I missed it? Like, I was so, <laughs> I was so pissed because no one was expecting that. that. Like, that was such a, like... Like, Facebook and stuff were, like, still kind of taking off, like, social media. So, like, it wasn't until, like, a week or so later that everyone was, like, buzzing. Like, oh, my God, does that mean they're going to do an, Aven an Avengers movie? Like, that's crazy. And, like, they this was back before movie studios would announce, like, the next five, ten years of movies like they do nowadays. So, like, we were just like, oh, my God, this is insane. Can you imagine that happening someday? And it's funny you say, like, you couldn't give a shit about Iron Man. 
the thing that a lot of people tend to forget because it's been 10 years since that movie is before that movie with Robert Downey Jr., no one gave a shit about Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. Literally, those characters were, were like B or C list Marvel characters. Like the big Marvel comic characters were Spider Man, uh, Hulk, and like X Men. Like, no, or Fantastic Four. No one gave a shit about Iron Man and Captain America. They're like, oh, yeah, they're on that Avengers thing. No one really cares. Like, so then when that movie came out, all of a sudden it's like, Iron Man can be cool. <laughs> like, this could be fun. Like, Robert Downey Jr. is hilarious, and, like, it's just kind of, like, grounded in reality. Like, and just remember it being so, like, crazy, like, that superhero movies were heading in that direction. And then that same summer, we got The Dark Knight. <laughs> it, like, it's crazy that we got both those in the same year. Yeah, I think I was one of those people that was more focused on The Dark Knight, and I didn't really pay much attention to Iron Man. So, I don't know. Like, I didn't really get into Marvel, I think, until, like, the first Avengers movie was coming into theaters, and I wanted to see it. But in order to, like, understand who these characters were, I remember watching, like, the first Iron Man, the first Captain America, the first Thor... And then going to the theater to see it. And I I really enjoyed the first Avengers. I thought it was awesome to see. Um, And then that's sort of where it took off. Like, my interest sort of just stuck with it ever since. Yeah, and I think that's, like... uh, Like, you had no idea about these solo characters. But once you saw that they were all coming together in the big screen, it's like, oh, well, I gotta go now. Because, yeah, I... I didn't see Thor in theaters. I didn't see Incredible Hulk in theaters. I saw Captain America. But, like, the other ones, I was like, ah, I don't care about those guys. The, the movies are probably be bad. And then, you know, Iron Man 2. And then all of a sudden they're building uh, after Captain America to Avengers. And then it was just, I'll never forget, it was just a, a smash hit, like, beyond anyone's expectations. I saw it twice, I think twice, either opening weekend or I saw it once opening weekend and once the week after. And even, like, a week after, it was still jam-packed. The theater, like, was sold out. Like, it was crazy. Everyone, whether you were a superhero fan or not, was like, well, let's go check out this Avengers movie. Just when, like, I was worried, I was like, ah, oh, what, what are they going to do after this? Like, it, they, they, it all led to a big team-up. And so, like, the one thing I'm going to bring up is in the post-credit, one of the post-credit scenes of the Avengers was basically Thanos turning and, like, smiling at the camera. And the thing that was confusing to me, like, I'm a comic book nerd, I'm a, I'm a Marvel, you know, nerd, and at the time, like, when I first saw it, like, because he was kind of dark and just, like, sure, he was purple, like, I, I was like, wait. Who is that? Like I, even as a nerd, I was like, "Who is is, is that? Is that Thanos? I, I I don't know who this is." Like it wasn't overly obvious, and like, and uh, except for the like the big nerds. Um, so I got to ask Jess, like, did you have any idea who Thanos was when the, when he came up in the credits? No, I had no idea, and it wasn't until, like, later that I found, I think just through the internet, I think, like, shortly after that, that I found out that he was, like, a big bad, like, he's the huge villain, 
So it was really the internet, I think, that like pretty much helped me understand that. I'm trying to remember what movie that was, though. Was that Age of Ultron or... No, that was... So, like, he first appeared in the first Avengers movie. I didn't really know that, like... And then he wasn't really seen much besides he had, like, a small kind of cameo, uh, like, one scene in Guardians of the Galaxy... Um, where like they just basically were saying that like he sort of ra- he ripped Gamora and like Nebula from uh, like their families and raised them as his like assassin daughters, and then Age of Ultron they did a post credit scene where basically the glove for like the Infinity Gauntlet is there and like he put his hand in and like now it's my turn or something like that, and I know like. Calm down, nerds, if I'm, like, misquoting. But, like, that's the gist of it is basically just signifying, like, yes, Infinity War is coming, um, which everyone started freaking out uh, because they were setting up these Infinity Stones, which, Jess, would you like to (laughs) tell the listeners uh, when you recently found out about the Infinity Stones? Oh, boy. Okay. So, like, I had no idea what the hell the Infinity Stones, like, really were, or, like, what their deal was. Like, of course, I've heard of them, and they've been, like, sort of floating around a little bit in the, like, MCU, but I didn't, I didn't know. So, like, for this episode to be able to, like, really talk about it, I did a deep dive into research for you listeners, and um, <laughs> I watched a bunch of, like, YouTube videos where, like, nerds are just, like, sitting in front of their laptop being like, okay, here's what each infinity stone means and i took extensive notes and i'm still like i'm still like not 100% sure like if this is accurate because unlike you i really wasn't into the marvel comic books that much and i know like in the comic books for, based on the videos the infinity stones are something else in the comic books sort of right so like yeah like they're they're like being slightly modified for the movies right but uh, I, and, and let me just say, I am by no means any expert on the Infinity Gauntlet either. Like, uh, I I loved X-Men, I loved Spider-Man, but, like, I was not big into, like, Thanos and Avengers um, until, like, these movies started coming out and I was trying to read more about it like you, doing the research. Okay, so if you're like me and you're like, what are they, what's the tea, what's happening, um, based on the YouTube videos from nerds I've watched... The Infinity Stones, what are they? Well, they are, I guess, aspects of our universe expressed in stones. Or, one could say, (coughs) the embodiment of pieces of our universe. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm not totally sure. (laughs) But there's six of them, right? And the six of them make the gauntlet. So, like, is the gauntlet what the, the Thanos hand? Is that what we're calling it now? The gauntlet? That's what the, yeah, that's what the Infinity Gauntlet is, the gold thing that all the stones go in. Okay, so the, the okay, okay, okay. Um, see, no nerd explained that. I did not get that part. I just, whatever. Really? Anyway, that's funny. The, the gold thing with the stones, that's the Infinity Gauntlet, makes you, like, hella powerful, pretty much, like, undefeatable, like, you are a top dog in, of the universe if you have all of them, which is what Thanos is trying to do. Okay, so there's six of them, which is kind of a lot to pay attention to like I like that's you know come on um okay 
Okay, so some of them we have not actually, like, seen yet. Oh, I'm sorry, I lied, I'm, I lied. Only one of them we have not seen yet, and that's the Soul Stone. And from what the nerds on YouTube told me is... Oh, wait, no. No, I'm thinking of a different stone. God, see, six of them, that's a lot. Okay, so we haven't seen the Soul Stone yet, um... So who knows what's up with that? Um, so we don't even—I don't even think we know like what color it is. We don't really know what's going on with that. But anyway, um, we also have okay. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so we have the. Would you like some help? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I did my research. So let's—we were just talking about Ultron. So in that we see the Mind Stone. Okay, and that's which helps basically- make vision. I was just, why are you trying to steal my thunder right now? I was like literally just about to say that. I was literally just about to be like, <laughs> Sorry, okay. which is the thing right, go, that go brought ahead. vision to life because Okay, go ahead. Stone, say it again. Say it again. Okay, we'll cut okay. out that I interrupted Okay, you. okay, okay. Just stepping out of my moment. <laughs> um, the Mind Stone brought vision to life. Also like caused Ultron, I think. I also have only seen Age of Ultron once. So like this is. I am not the source for this. I'm not, you know. But apparently, from what I hear, the Mind Stone can connect with any mind at any time. So it's like full-on brainwash situation. Um, So that's that one. I don't know what color that is, though. Do you know what color the Mind Stone is? I have no... Yellow? Is it yellow? Uh, That's a... mm, See, that's the thing. is like a lot of the stones got tricky with me as far as because I think I think they're colored different in the comics or something. Yes. Or like yes. there's One of like the a different amount. told me that. They are different colors in the comics, which is like, why would you even do that? Why would you guys do that? Come on. Um, so the very, very first stone I believe we've ever seen is the space stone, which made the Tesseract from Avengers 1. And that's blue. I know that's for and, sure blue. Yes. And Captain America First Avenger, if you saw that with Red Skull. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's been, like, a really long time since I've seen the first one, so I didn't even remember there was an Infinity Stone in that. Yeah. See, these are very so, complicated. Okay. It really is. And it's one of those things that, like, I wonder if they're going to dive into this in the movie or they're really just going to, you know, say, like, all right, either you get it or you don't. And, like, kind of if nerds get it, great. If normal people don't, it's still going to be a fun movie. That's what I'm hoping for. So uh, that was the space stone, and you talked about the mind stone, yes, correct? Yes, and the soul stone, which is one we have not seen yet, so we don't know what's up with that. But, like, yeah, so that's the thing, too, is, like, these stones have, like, been in the MCU for a while, but they have almost been, like, an afterthought every time, kind of. Like, they, or they just, like, haven't been fully explained. No one's been like, oh, this is the other Infinity Stone. You know, it's been sort of a little vague. In Guardians, they kind of get into it. Um, in Thor 2, we see the ether. I don't really know what that does, but it's red. And also, Thor 2's garbage. I rewatched it for this episode, and it's not not good. But it's all over Thor 2. So, like, if you want to understand what the ether is... Not totally sure. <laughs> Thor 2 doesn't even actually, like, explain it well. All of a sudden, it just, like, takes over Natalie Portman, and I I don't understand. I don't I don't really get it. Um, so, Ether. Okay, so we went through Soul Stone, Mind Stone, Space Stone, Ether, and then we have uh, Power Stone, which was the orb thingy thing in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, and that's, I know that's purple, um, 
not fully sure what Power Stone does, but it's uh, clearly very powerful. Um, and then our sixth stone is the Time Stone that we see in Doctor Strange that's green, and it allows full access to past, present, and future, hence why Doctor Strange is like, just time jumping all over the damn place and breaking dimensions and all that fun stuff or whatever he's doing. Whatever I have only seen that one once too. Um, uh, Jess has a a thing where she sees almost any movie once unless it's Star Wars. Yeah, actually, or Get Out. If it's Star Wars or Get Out, I'll rewatch it. Other than that, nah, once is enough. Um, Okay, so... Where are the stones now? Where are they right now in the MCU? Well, the Ether Stone is with the Collector, which was, uh, what's his face? Benicio Del Toro. But Collector's place exploded, so who knows? Where the hell did that go? I don't know. Um, the Space Stone was on Asgard, uh, but then Asgard got all sorts of fucked up in Thor 3, so do you know... Sidebar, do you know if the Space Stone is, like, on the ship with Thor? Uh, that's, yeah, that's the thing that's kind of confusing is <clears throat> a lot of these movies I have kind of forgot where they are exactly. Because, like you, like, you, just to kind of, like, recap a little bit, you said there's only a couple, a few movies where, like, it was the main plot device, like Guardians of the Galaxy was it was kind of like the MacGuffin and Thor 2 but like it's not like every movie they cover it like there are some movies where it's not even mentioned um so that's where sometimes sure you get two to three Marvel movies a year but if it's only mentioned in one of them and then the another one that's mentioned differently like it's all since a year later like it's it's a little bit difficult. Like, I feel like Marvel almost needs to do, like, a previously on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah, let's just open Infinity War with a quick little, like, recap of just the stones. Like, because I understand what everything else is happening. I just need a recap on the stones. Like, what's going on there? Um, so, okay, Space Stone may or may not be at Asgard. Not totally sure. Um, the Mind Stone is in Vision still, so he's in his little head. And then the time little head. His little head. <laughs> um, the time stone is with Doctor Strange. The power stone. Okay, I don't remember why I wrote this, but I wrote down power stone in vault. So it's somewhere in a vault. I don't know. Who oh involved. yeah. So the power the power stone. Um, the guardians gave that to the Nova Corps, which was like ran by uh, John C. Riley and Glenn Close in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. They put it in some vault, whereas like then like the ether was brought to Benicio del Toro. And so, yeah, like that's what that was. That's what you're that's what the vault you were thinking of. Okay, so like it seems like there's two stones that, like, we're not 100% sure of. That's the ether because the collector's place exploded. And the space stone because Asgard, question mark? Like, what happened there? Um, if you've seen Thor 3, like, you know, some shit goes down in Asgard. So, like, is the space stone still there? Don't know. The only ones, like, we know for sure, for sure, is the mind stone and vision and the time stone with Doctor Strange, for sure, for sure. Um... So the last stone, the soul stone, like I said, it's the only one we have not seen in the MCU at all. So 
there's based on the YouTube nerds, um, there, I have two theories about where the soul stone could be. Um, so there is the possibility that Thanos already has it. Um, who knows? We'll see. Or there's a popular theory that the soul stone is actually on Wakanda and that's why the Wakandans have the ability to communicate with spirits because they have the soul stone. So I could see yeah. that. Yeah, I think that that could that sounds pretty plausible. <clears throat> like who And knows? that and that would give a reason why so like let, let's briefly mention you know the Avengers Infinity War trailers which feature a lot of heavy sequences both in New York, go figure, and uh, Wakanda. So there has to be a reason why um, Thanos is showing up in Wakanda. It's not just like, oh, you're the Avengers, I'm going to fight you. He's probably only going there for the stones. So, yeah, I, I think that's a safe bet is if it's perhaps like underneath where they keep all of the uh, vibranium or what that means exactly, but uh, that's a safe bet. So, Jess, I do have to ask, because uh, I, I'm very proud of you for going into this heavy research just for this episode Thanks. and just trying to better understand, uh, you know, Avengers and Infinity War and all this stuff. I mean, now that you've read most of this. Would you say most of this has been within like the last few weeks you've studied up on this? Yeah, I had no idea what the hell an Infinity Stone even was like last month for sure. So you didn't even know that like in Guardians of the Galaxy, like when they were going over like the Power Stone, like the, you know, the purple one that like that was going to come back later. No, 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 no. So I did like, I'm, I'm, I've paid attention, so, like, like we were saying, like, they are very present, like, in the MCU, but they're not really plot devices, so, like, I knew that the stones were a thing, and that Thanos wanted the stones, but, like, I didn't really understand the significance of them, or, like, what each one was, or, like, even how many there were, like, I just knew, like, Infinity Stones are a thing, it's called Infinity War, so there's probably gonna be some Infinity Stones involved, what are they? Like, I didn't really fully understand it. Gotcha. So, yeah, uh, I, I guess I just I really appreciate the time you put in, because hopefully if any of you listeners are like, wow, I didn't know any of that. You know, you can see uh, like a different point of view. It's not like we aren't just two experts talking about like this is what each one does and this is the color they are and this is where you can find them. Like we it's been a bit. It's been a bit. And it's it, it, this is. This will be Marvel Cinematic Universe's 19th film, I believe. Holy shit. So, so yeah, there's a lot to, to take in, and it's not like it's something that can easily be explained just, like, in a few sentences or, like, read in, like, a small paragraph. Like, there's a lot to dissect. So um, now that, like, we've kind of, like, caught some people up on, like, the Infinity Stones... Basically, like, the Infinity War for Dummies, I would say, is each of these stones has their own specific power. It's uh, You see in Guardians of the Galaxy, like, the Power Stone can just fuck shit up. Uh, you know, the some of the stones can control this. They can control minds. They can control time. They all have something that they do, 
which makes them extremely powerful on their own. And so whether we see it by the end of Infinity War or what, Thanos is trying to gather all of them at once, which like that is the scale of which you guys, if you don't get, uh, hopefully will understand that that's why we need to, like the Avengers needed to assemble like 50 fucking superheroes <laughs> is because this is some crazy shit going down. So now like, let's, let's dive into like infinity war specifically. Um, so one thing I'm really hoping out of this movie, it, which has kind of been a flaw with the MCU as a whole is a lot of people point out it feels like there aren't many stakes because, like, there hasn't been that many people who have died, even though, like, worlds and galaxies and universes have been at stake. The death toll has been quite minimal considering. So what I want from the movie, and a lot of people have said, like, Thanos has to just really fuck shit up and kill some people. So... Bear in mind, guys, this is not going to be spoilers. I don't know anything more than anyone else does. But, Jess, let's talk about who do we think can or will die. So, I have some predictions. Um, Okay, let's see your predictions, and then uh, I'll jump into mine. Okay, so I have three categories of character predictions. My first category is survivors, who I think will totally 100% make it out alive, no question. Um, Black Panther and Spider-Man. We know they're having movies come up. Like, they have confirmed sequels. They're going to be just fine. Um, (laughs) Also, (laughs) Guardians. I think all the Guardians of the Galaxy, they'll be fine um, because there will be a third one. But most importantly, the Guardians are tied into so much merchandise for Disney. They would be so stupid to kill off, like, Groot or Dax, or, like, Star-Lord, like, the Gamora. Drax. The ones, dra- what did I say? You said Dax. Oh, Shepard. <laughs> Dax Shepard? Why would is, they kill him off? Oh, I thought you were... Uh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I just don't... I think I think all the Guardians are safe because they are a big profit for Disney for that reason alone. Like, they're not going to fuck with that. So those are, those are the ones that I think are for sure going to survive. They'll make it out. They'll be okay. My second category is one that I call, watch out, boo, it's not looking good, where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't know if you're going to die. And that's a, a grandchildren, that is what I went to the segment of the podcast, <laughs> watch out, boo, it's not looking good. <laughs> what? Just like, like, I don't know if you're going to die for sure, but just like, watch out, boo, because it's not looking good for you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Um, so my category of watch out, boo, it's not looking good. I I think Hawkeye is like a big, like, uh, he might, he might, he might die only because like, he's been a little absent. Like he was in Civil War, but he kind of like popped up and like, I mean, do we need to keep seeing Jeremy Renner? I get it. You know, I don't know. I feel like he doesn't really. I think add you have a personal bias. Okay, yeah. Oh, sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. Okay, guys, seriously, do yourself a favor and go see Jeremy Renner's Instagram. It is the weirdest thing ever. I'm not like, please, just like stop what you're doing. 
get on your Instagram. First of all, his handle is Renner for Real. And he, <laughs> I think he must like run the Instagram himself. Like, I don't think he's got a team doing it because it is so sloppy, is so weird. He's got the weirdest hashtags I've ever seen. It's amazing. Like, just please, please look at Jeremy Renner's Instagram. It's a treat. I follow him now. I love it. I can't, I can't get enough. Anyway, Hawkeye, eh, I don't know. Watch out, boo. It ain't looking good for you. Um, <laughs> uh, Vision. I mean, he's, I don't know if he's for sure going to die, but he does have a stone in his head. So like, ooh. Um, Doctor Strange, uh, super powerful, but is also holding on to the time stone. That's kind of risky. Him against Thanos, Thanos might murder him. I don't know. Um, this next one, I'm totally not sure. Iron Man. He might die. I don't know. It's not looking good, boo. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, but I have three... Okay, my, my third final category is, like, for sure, you're dead. I'm sorry. Rest in peace. Love you. Thank you for your work. Um, Captain America, I think he's dead. Uh, Loki, I think he's dead. And one that really, like, no one gives a shit about, Nebula, I think she's super dead. Um... I also think that, like, a whole bunch of Wakandans are going to die, for sure. Um, but I don't think any of the major players in the Black Panther universe will die. I don't think, like, Black Panther's sister or mom, I don't think they'll die um, because they're so beloved already and there's a sequel coming out and, like, uh, Michonne from The Walking Dead, like, she's going to be good, like, she'll be fine. Um, but... A bunch of Wakandans are going to die, for sure, and then Black Panther is going to feel, like, super fucking bad about it. And th and then I think the sequel for Black Panther is going to be, like, a lot to do with him being a leader who, like, got his own people murdered. That's what I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I do think... I really like Loki, but I do feel like he's sort of run his course. I don't know how much more there really is to do with him. He's sort of... I mean, I enjoyed him in Thor 3, but it was sort of, like, him doing the same old stuff. Uh, he could go. Nebula, I don't know. I think that um, building up her relationship with Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy is a way, in, in the second Guardians of the Galaxy, is a way for us to care about her, only for her to die and then us to feel that. Plus, like, we know they have a really touch-and-go relationship with Thanos. He might just murder her. Who knows? I think she's dead. Also, Captain America, I think he's gone. I think he's dead. I think he's over it. Mostly, I think that because Chris Evans has been wanting out of the character for a little while now. He so, real what? quick on that. Mm -hmm. he, it's weird. He has gone back and forth on this. There was a long time where he said... I'm assigned to six films. When the six films are done, I'm done. Like, he said he wanted to direct more or he wanted to do this. Like, that was on record for a while. But then he's said in some interviews how, like, he's just had so much fun that, like, he's open to doing them. But I think he wants to take a break. I think he's just – it's more so for him. And people don't forget about that. Like, he needs to be jacked. And I think he's just sick of, like – Oh, I need to be jacked and I need to look like this pretty boy. I need I need this. Like I think he just wants to be open to do other projects. 
But so that's what's interesting is for the longest time he was like, I'm done with this shit. I'm sick of it. And then all of a sudden he's come back and say, you know what? This is a lot of fun. I love this character and I love I think he loves all like the charity work like he's gotten to do like as Captain America and um, like all the connections he's gotten through Disney and Marvel. So that's what's so interesting is like years ago, I think it was not long after like Winter Soldier or Avengers and Age of Ultron, like where he kind of was like, yeah, I only got a couple left and then I'm done. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, it's fun. I like it. Like Jennifer Lawrence did the same thing for like X-Men movies. Like, oh, I'm done. And then she's like, but these are fun, you know. Okay. Well, on that note, Chris Evans directorial debut was atrocious and bombed. So my thoughts are, <laughs> was he was going to do the sixth movie, then he was going to go on to be a real artist, and then realized, uh, yeah, no, no one's buying you as an artist. But at Marvel, you can make a ton of money. So that's what I think is his deal, is that, like, I mean, did you see his directorial debut? I saw parts of it. it wasn't it, like, kind of like that romantic movie? Yeah, it was really rough i don't even remember the name of it like before we go or some i don't it was not it was not and he starred in it too it was like not not good and i just feel like it was one of those things where he thought he could go on and become this like you know second act amazing artist and then realize like "Eh, this might not pan out but if i stick with marvel i'll get those i think he'd sweet paychecks I think he just wanted to do something else because, like, did you ever see Snowpiercer? Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah, think he he's was great gr- in Snowpiercer, yeah. I think he's great in Snowpiercer, and it's a really, like, dramatic turn. And, like, it also has action, but it's it's more dramatic and not just, like, kind of goofy-goofy action fun time. Um, so I think, yeah, it may not necessarily be to direct, but I think he just wants, like, to be able to, like, all right, I can I... Can I not have to be super jacked? Can I work on other stuff? Um, Because one thing we should say, in case some people didn't know, is like, so for a while they named these movies Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. Then they went back on it and said, like, no, Avengers 4 is not a Part 2. Like, they haven't released the title, but they were filmed simultaneously, like, back to back, like, together. So uh, that's going to play into, like, factor two. Like, where do they leave Infinity War? Like, what kind of destruction and shit do they leave this with that, you know, next year we'll see, like, the where the rest of it goes? Um, so any other people real quick on the rest of your death predictions or things like that uh, that you had? So, okay, I while I was making this list, I did have... Bucky as one of my like watch out boo it's not looking good guys um but then I was talking to one of my friends and he told me that in the comic books and you can maybe confirm how correct this is because I didn't google it one of my friends was telling me that in the comic books uh Cap dies and Bucky kind of takes over to be Cap and I think that would be really dope if they did that in the movies like maybe if um, Rogers like dies in maybe Infinity War maybe I don't know I think he's gonna die in Infinity War and then Bucky takes over the role as Captain America but doesn't maybe necessarily like get his own movie kind of just is like in the background in future ensemble movies or something I really like the character of Bucky Barnes and I think that would be really cool to see him evolve into that so 
Bucky's not a prediction right now, and I really like him, so I really hope he does not die. So to answer your question, yes, in the comics, uh, Bucky Barnes does take up the cat mantle, but also, and I'm hoping that this happens, um, Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon, uh, played by Anthony Mackie, uh, Falcon at some point takes up the Captain America mantle too. So, and like, that's why a lot of people were joking around when like in Civil War, uh, Bucky Barnes and Falcon were kind of budding, you know, a lot. And a lot of people were like, oh, is that them butting over who gets to be the next Captain America? Um, so, uh, yeah, like, I definitely think that's the direction they're going to go. They're going to set up one of those characters to be the next, quote-unquote, Captain America um, to take over for Steve. So that's where I'm going to start off. I think they need, not should, or, you know, it'd be cool, they need to kill Captain America. That sounds awful, but, like, they have been setting up Steve Rogers to die ever since the first movie. Like, basically, like, he did it at the end of the first movie where, like, he drove the plane into the ice. Like, he basically, like, he wanted to be the hero that sacrifices himself for everyone else. Then, in Avengers, you know, like, he, there was one of the Avengers movies where he said pretty much just, like, I don't have any plans, you know, if, you know, if I die today, blah, 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 blah. So, and then, like, Winter Soldier, when he had that battle with Bucky, on the helicarrier, he pretty much was kind of like, ah, do it, you know, bring the helicarrier down, like, sacrificing himself again. So, like, I feel like he kind of has a death wish. Like, I think he's just this guy who's been out of time. The woman he loved, you know, lived a whole life and had kids and died. And, like, he just feels out of place. And, like, all he wants to do is just give his life in service like he always has. So it makes so much sense for his character to die. Um, so he should die. They can always figure out a way to bring him back or just continue the Captain America mantle without him. But uh, what did you send me? I sent you screenshots from Jeremy Renner's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it God a gem? It. Just... <laughs> distracting me so um okay so a lot of people think that's happening some people are like oh iron man should die too i have a feeling that they don't want to kill robert downey jr so i think what they're gonna do is maybe injure him in some fashion or in some way after this movie he's going to kind of take on the nick fury role where like he doesn't put on the suit anymore but he is like funding the avengers and that kind of stuff. Um, so I agree with what you said. Like, Vision doesn't look good. Everyone said that. Like, you even see in the trailer, uh, someone's taking the stone out of his head. But I think Vision actually, Twist, will, like, come back later. Because, guys, he's a fucking robot android thing. Like, I am I know the stone is what's running him. But, like, they can MacGyver a way to make him still work. He's a robot. Um, so I think he'll be fine. Whether it's in Avengers 4 or the end of the movie, he, he should be good. Um, I totally agree with Loki. Loki, like, what an arc for him over all of these movies. They have been setting it up forever. 
He was the big bad main villain in the first Avengers movie. Then in Dark World, he kind of dabbled with being a good guy. And then in Thor 3, he pretty much turned good for the most part. And Thor Ragnarok, if anyone has seen it. And what better way to kind of just like show the stakes is right off the bat, Thor, him, and, you know, the Asgardians get attacked by uh, Thanos, and Thanos kills Loki, like, right in front of Thor, because, like you said, there's nothing else to really do with the Loki character. Tom Hiddleston has done plenty good work, like, have him go and do other stuff, let the Loki character rest in peace. Um, I also agree about Nebula. I think it makes sense to just kill her off, like, her trying to kill... Thanos and she gets killed on her own trying to save the day slash get her own revenge. Um, I feel like there should be some other smaller characters that should die. Like you said, you brought up Hawkeye. I also think Don Cheadle's uh, Rhodes should possibly die. They teased him dying in Civil War where he got injured and like almost paralyzed but then Tony was like giving him like boots to make him still walk. Um, I feel like that would be a great bait and switch is like almost kill him and then actually kill him. Um, Or Hawkeye. I don't know. It's it's tricky because like there's so many options that they can go with in this movie but there definitely just needs to be a toll. There needs to be more than just one death. There needs to be a few. Like, Thanos just needs to slay people. Um, and also, I think a twist is, like, I think they could possibly kill Black Widow. There has been... Hmm. I've, I was actually, I was thinking about her. That would be a really... I mean, I love Black Widow. I think she's such a badass. I would be very sad to see her go because she's always been such a really cool addition. Um... I but hope yeah, not. the the reason I think it is because like sure, I believe they may have announced that there finally is a Black Widow movie in progress, but I have a feeling that they'll do it like as a prequel, like kind of like her back in her training days or something, like a different mission. Like I don't think it needs to be present day Black Widow movie. Um, but then there's other people like you said who are safe, like Doctor Strange, Spider Man. Um, Black Panther, I think Ant-Man and the Wasp are safe because that's the next movie coming out after Infinity War. So it would make sense unless they plan to take that movie before Infinity War. I don't know, but um, I'm, I'm assuming they're safe. Hulk's probably safe. Good supporting character unless they want to set him up to die. But I don't know, guys. All I know, and this sounds so morbid, some people are like, where do you want people to die? The reason I want people to die is not because, like, oh, we need to get rid of characters, but because they've been building Thanos in the background ever since 2012's The Avengers. Whether it's just cameos or mentions, this has been a good six years in the making. So Thanos needs to be, like a force to be reckoned with. He needs to just come in, fuck some shit up. He doesn't just need to like destroy a city. Like plenty of villains have like destroyed cities. Like he needs to kill people and be ruthless and 
Yeah, I think that's the only way they can do it is show that there are consequences in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not just, oh, we saved the day. It's like, no, this is calling like all 80 of us to get together. There needs to be a reason for that. So in our discussion just now, I had like two thoughts that just occurred to me of what could possibly happen with dead characters. Um, First of all, what if there? Because Black Widow and Hulk had like a little little thing going on, but we haven't seen that at all since Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. So what yeah. if they're like reunited on the battlefield and one of them's murdered by Thanos? Like really tugging at our heartstrings, like really like getting to Definitely. us. Definitely. That's but, that. That could be a thing. I don't know. But I mean, no, yeah. I, the other reason I think is because like Black Widow has been around for so long. I think she she has a certain relationship with, like you said, with Hulk. She has a like a great friendship bond with Captain America. She has like sort of like a a budding you know friendship relationship with Black Widow. I feel like a death like her would be. Like, shocking, because everyone's always talking about Iron Man and Captain America. Or, I mean, hate to throw this one out there, guys, but it's a possibility. What if they kill Thor? (laughs) They might, honestly. I mean... His contract could be up, that no one's really been talking about that as much. But, I mean, Thor 3 was really successful and really awesome, and it's taking Thor into a new direction. But, I mean, he is also in a position where... Yeah, he he could. Watch out, boo. It's not looking good, Thor. Mm -mm. Watch your back. But also, like, yeah, going back to to Black Widow, like, she does have a relationship with each Avenger and a really meaningful one, too. So if she did die, that would be a big blow to all of them. So watch out, boo. Oh, God, no. I love her, though. I really don't want her to die. I really, really don't. But also, my second thought was you were talking about maybe Iron Man not dying, but, like, maybe putting out the suit for a bit, taking a break, like, taking a step back, which is something, like, he did talk about in Civil War. He did talk about, like, you know, eh, kind of being over it a little bit. Um, What if Captain America does die and Iron Man is just hella riddled with guilt and feels terrible? Like, his friend died, they were just in this all-out war together, now they're fighting side by side and he dies, like... Maybe Captain America could be a catalyst for Iron Man taking a break. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's a possibility. There are so many goddamn possibilities with this movie. It's insane. Like, there's so many things could potentially happen. Yeah, and, like, that's why it was so crazy, because, like, for the longest time, this was supposed to come out, like, it was, like, May 3rd, but then all of a sudden they moved it up a week. And for those who aren't really sure why that is... Like, what I was reading about it is that a lot of the times when a movie is given a wide release, such as this one, they'll release it uh, in, like, Britain or Asia or, like, other places first, and then, like, we'll get it, like, a week later. I don't know why, but sometimes we'll get it first, they'll get it later. But what the studio and people were afraid of was uh, that if someone were to get it first, that they would then go online and post it and spoil it for everyone else. So I think they were thinking, let's just release it all on the same day, and that way, like, hopefully it could bring down the spoilers 
Um, cause like, imagine if like Britain saw it, like, you know, there'd be some fucking trolls that would hop on and like post it all over Twitter and Reddit and all these places. And then like, you would just be like flipping through Facebook and someone would post it and you'd be like, fuck, now I know so-and-so dies. Which like, if that is true, like that is kind of a groundbreaking business model in and of itself to bump up the release of a movie because the internet might spoil it for other people like that and therefore like drive less ticket sales up because so many people already know the ending why would they go pay to see it so if that's true like that's kind of a big deal like there hasn't really been anything like that done before well because i think i mean it is very smart like you said as a business side of things because i hate that we live in a world that there's like so much piracy still um, so like I could totally see like someone uploads it in Britain and then a bunch of people go and see it and then either they like it and they just, you know, watch it over and over with their pirated copy or they just don't go to see it in theaters. And, but like we've already seen, uh, I'm pretty sure it did record numbers for like pre-ticket sales. Like it, it's going to do fine. Like it's nowhere, it's not going to do poorly at the box office, but um, this was one of the most expensive, like, I think between, like, this one and Avengers 4, like, I feel like I heard that they spent, like, half a billion dollars or something crazy, like, outrageous. It's probably a disgusting amount of money, and you know they're gonna make that profit right back instantly. <laughs> instantly. We're all here for it. We're all just drinking the Marvel Kool-Aid for sure. <laughs> the Marvel Kool-Aid. Yeah, so so we talked a lot about deaths. Guys, please tweet at us, um, email us, post like in any way possible, contact us. Who do you think is going to die in Avengers Infinity War? Um, it's a big topic of conversation going around the internet. I'd love to hear everyone's opinions. Also... Look at Jeremy Renner's Instagram, because it is sort of good. <laughs> like, I can't stress it enough. I actually, like, I found it, like, three months ago. No, actually, like, six months ago. And oh at God. first I thought it was a fan account for him, because it was just so sloppy and weird and messy. And then I realized, no, it's actually him. So please tweet at us, Instagram us, but most importantly, look at Jeremy Renner on Instagram, because it is a hot mess. <laughs> Okay, so, I mean, just like, what else, like, besides, like, the deaths or the stones, like, what are you looking forward to most in this movie um, going into it? Like, this, just this history-making movie of all these heroes across, like, 19 films coming together for the first time. And, like, I guess, what do you think of Josh Brolin is going to be playing... uh, Wait, is it Josh or James? Now I'm confused. James is the dad. Josh is the son. So it's Josh. Uh, it is Josh. Yeah, it's Josh. Yeah, Josh. So Josh Brolin is playing Thanos. What I mean, what do you, what are you expecting? What do you want from this movie? Uh, for like Thanos and just in general, what are you most excited about? So. As we've talked about before, maybe not necessarily, like, on the podcast, but in conversations between you and I, like, Marvel villains tend to be super weak, so I'm not expecting anything exciting with Thanos. I actually, like, 
think he looks a little comical. Like, I just don't find him to be an intimidating-looking villain. So I'm sure he's going to, like, fuck shit up, but I don't think he's going to be, like, a really good villain. Like, I just think he's going to be a big asshole who wants to take over the universe. Like, all right, whatever. Um, I like Josh Berlin. He's a great actor, but, like, I just... Just to me, like, the look of Thanos is not something that screams big, huge, scary villain. He's just kind of a big purple dude who has a bunch of stones on his hand. Um, but I think the thing I'm looking forward to the most is, like, just the scope of it. Like, being someone who's watched pretty much every Marvel movie except for two of them, like, seeing all these characters, like like we were saying earlier, that are so big in and of themselves come together for, like, two and a half hours. Like, I'm excited to see how they interact with each other, uh, some characters introducing themselves to others for the first time. Um, I'm excited to see, like, the amount of screen time each one gets, what it looks like to just have them all together. Um, so I'm more excited for that and just the journey of this whole thing, too. Like, from the very first Avengers, the first movie I saw in theaters everything I've watched from then until now kind of come together is really exciting and really groundbreaking. And I think it's going to be really cool to see that all. I'm not like one of those people that's like looking forward to like action scene necessarily, although obviously it's going to be filled with that. And Marvel does do some really fun action scenes. I'm more excited to see all these characters be in one environment fighting for the same thing. I think that's pretty neat. And, Wow, Jess, I think you hit it on the head right at the end there when you were talking about the action. See, as, like, someone who's a superhero movie and superhero in general fan, I think a lot of people think, like, oh, when you say you like superhero movies, oh, do you just like action? It's like, no. I don't go to these movies for the for the explosions, like, the big uh, action sequences that are crazy. Like, that's not what gets me in the theater. It's the characters. Like, I want to see what happens to Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I, That's what I think Marvel has done so well with the blockbuster genre is a lot of those movies back in the day, whether it's like, well, more recently, we'll just say like Transformers or uh, any of these other big time movies, it's no one cares because you don't care about the characters. It's just, let's go look at explosions and it's like a just a bona fide firework display and sure sometimes the action can take place a little too often or can overpower the story or give the characters less screen time because they're too busy fighting whatever but we go to these movies for the characters we want to see what happens we want to see what they're up to we want to see them interact i thought one of the fun parts of the trailer was seeing the peter quill talking about like a plan with Tony Stark. And it's like, oh my God, Chris Pratt and Robert Downey Jr. like in a scene together. And then even though like the characters are newer, like Spider-Man with Doctor Strange, like how many nerds have dreamed about like those two characters being on the big screen together? Because one thing I learned and I'll admit, I've only been reading physical comic books for like the last like three, four years. I was too intimidated to get going because there's just so goddamn many but in the comics 
they just pop in and out of each other's books with like no disregard. Like it, I was reading Deadpool and like there was one that there was just a cameo of Wolverine, Captain America and Doctor Strange on like one page. And there was like a joke and then they left and that was just how Deadpool worked. And then you read another one and then, oh, uh, Doctor Strange is with Spider-Man and, you know, whatever. Like it's just so commonplace that being able to see it on the big screen just makes it like, oh, wow, this is a crazy time we are living in when it comes to superhero and comic book movies that this can happen on such a huge scale. And it's interesting that you say, like, you're not super interested in Thanos, and I I really think it's weird. I was reading that the Russo brothers, which we should say the this and Avengers four are directed by the Russo brothers who directed winter soldier and also captain America, uh, civil war. So they have some good movies under the belt and you can totally see why they were given the reins after Joss Whedon. But, um, they actually were describing that. I think they said that this movie is almost kind of like, um, Thanos may be one of the main characters and it's like him trying to gather all the stones, which would be an interesting take where it's like, okay, you've seen all these heroes before. Let's, let's focus on this villain and seeing it from his point of view. I mean, did you hear about that, Jess? Uh, like, what do you think about that? This is actually like the first time I'm hearing about this. I didn't know that at all. I don't know. I don't know if they're saying that he's the main character, but I think they're saying that there's going to be a good amount of Thanos. Like he's not just in the background. Eh. Eh, I'm not. Eh. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Who cares? I don't is need. Is it because he's purple? Thing. Is that or do you hate the color purple? No, I love the color purple. <laughs> and the book too, the color purple. Um, no, I just like I said, like I think it was going back to the after the post credit scene we were talking about where he we he like looks at the camera and he's like, No, it's my turn. And when that happened, I was like, Oh god, what is this? This is weird. Like who what is happening? I just didn't Grandchildren, take it seriously. grandchildren. Yeah. Back in back in my day, when someone referred to the color purple, they were referring to the complexion of Thanos and not the slave book. Oh my god, I really want to sound like this when I'm elderly. I hope I have that gorgeous voice. I love it. Oh god, no, I don't know. Maybe just you. You'll never know it. You'll never know a time, grandchildren, before Infinity War. <laughs> God. People uh, were talking about World War Three back in this day, but it turns out it took place on the big screen <laughs> with superheroes. <laughs> and in Syria, but who cares? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I just... I don't know. I, it's, I don't have, like, beef with Thanos because I've, we've really barely seen him, but what I have seen of him doesn't really get me excited... It just, it's just, he's just kind of there to me. Like, he's just, like, someone... Like, I'm I'm going to see this because I want to see the Avengers. I want to see them. I want to see those characters. Let's focus on that. Who gives a shit about Thanos? Like, yeah, he's going <laughs> to fuck shit up, but you know they're going to defeat him. Like, they're not... He's not going to, like, walk away and have, like, a Thanos spinoff. Like, come on. Come on. <laughs> like, I don't... I don't need a whole Thanos arc. I don't need a whole like, oh, where did he come from? I don't I don't care. I don't I really don't I personally don't care about Thanos at all. I really don't. I'm here for the Avengers. So 
So just for some people who uh, don't know anything about comic books, I just want to briefly, briefly, like, and I could be totally wrong, but I want to briefly tell you, do you know what some of the Infinity War stuff in the comics is actually about? Like, why Thanos is trying to, like, take over the, uh, the universe? It's not to get the stones? Or, like, well, why like, he's so he's to get, to get the, the stones? But, like, why he's getting the stones to kind of, like, destroy the universe? Like, why? Do you know why? No, why, what is, no, I don't really care, but why? Why? <laughs> so it's crazy because like they can't be doing this and like some people are like this would be ridiculous like it makes sense in comic book form but like in movies so basically <laughs> from what i understand there is an arc where the reason why thanos is getting the infinity gauntlet and all the stones to pretty much destroy the universe is because <laughs> i i'm i'm <laughs> just really interested in your reaction. He's doing it because he wants to destroy the universe and impress death. Death is like this physical being that I think is a female. What? And he's and he's in love with death and he's like, I'm gonna destroy the universe and kill all these people <laughs> to impress death. What? So he's gonna be like, it's just you and me, babe. I'm gonna get rid of all of this. <laughs> It's just going to be you and me. Like, I what? could be so wrong, but I'm pretty sure that is what I read slash heard about. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I hope that this is what they're going to do for the movie. And I hope that death is voiced by Fran Drescher. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I would love. But wow. Meryl that's Streep. That's really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Meryl Streep <laughs> enters the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh my god! As, as death. death. Huh? No, I Again, never heard that one. I had no idea. Nerds out there, please correct me, but I'm pretty sure that is what I heard. Is that like that's why he wants to cause all this death and destruction? Is to y- y- you know is to pull a Tamba ten and impress a girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to Tamba 10. He gave me a nice review. But yeah, wow. I, you know, honestly, like, I'm not that big of a comic book nerd at all. I love graphic novels, not into, like, Marvel comic books. I wouldn't even mind if, honestly, just, like, Thanos just shows up and wants the stones and wants to fuck shit up, and we don't even know why. Because who cares? Who cares why? I don't care. I don't care why he's doing it. I'm not there for that, like, backstory. I don't need it. I don't need, like, a flashback to, like, baby Thanos being bullied. Or, I don't fucking care. I just want him to fuck shit up. <laughs> you can quote me on this, grandchildren. I just wanted to see him fuck shit up. <laughs> This is going to be a recurring character is Grandma, Grandma, Grandma Quaz. Oh, my God. Grandma Quaz. Oh, my God. She's a pistol. <laughs> She's a pistol. What a woman. <laughs> She's seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> anything else you're really, really looking forward to or you want to talk about when it comes to Infinity War? I mean, where do we think that the movie ends going into Avengers 4 for next year? Honestly, I can barely wrap my mind around Infinity War, like the so third Avengers. I can't even, like, begin to make predictions on 4. I really can't. Like, that's 
I don't even know. There's so much going on in this. Like, I, c- I feel like I can only focus on this. <laughs> That's just me, though. <laughs> this is all you can focus on. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, it's a lot, though, with all these characters and the stones. No, I know, I I know. It's a lot. (laughs) It is. It's a Um, lot. It's a huge scope of a movie that, like, honestly, (laughs) and they could go in any direction. Like, I can't even begin to even think where it's going to be after this. My one prediction is the one I'll go back to, where I think a bunch of Wakandans are going to die for sure. And in Black Panther 2 he's going to be all sorts of messed up from, like, letting his people die to fight a war. Like, that's what I... I, But that's the only sort of semblance I can make, like, any sort of slight prediction on where the movie's going to be afterwards. I can't talk about Avengers 4. I have no idea where that's going to be. Except I feel like Thanos will for sure be in that. Yeah. So, as everyone knows, like, this is, like, coming to the end of Phase 3. Three, like the phases being like it's almost like every Avengers movie was the end of a phase. Phase one, they had all led up to Avengers. Phase two, like it led up to Age of Ultron, and then now this is Phase three, where everything is leading up to it. Um, just to like let people know, like the movies that are currently listed, and like this can change. Obviously, it has changed over the years, but yeah, Avengers: Infinity War is coming out April twenty seventh. In July of 2018, so the the only other Marvel movie coming out later this year is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, March of 2019 is Captain Marvel. That's the Brie Larson movie that I think is going to be taking place in the 90s. Uh, but Captain Marvel, big Marvel character coming to the big screen in the first Marvel Cinematic Universe female-led movie. And then May, so like the same time next year in 2019, is the untitled fourth Avengers film. And as you said, they've announced that there's going to be another Spider-Man Homecoming sequel. There's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Obviously, there's going to be a Black Panther 2 after it made like $1.3 billion worldwide. Um, Probably Doctor Strange 2 and so forth. So that's where, like, things are heading, um, and that's what we have to look forward to after Avengers going into eventually the fourth one. Christ, the fourth Avengers movie. Thinking about that is crazy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, like you, Jess, I can't even really fathom where four is going. I have a feeling that in order to make Infinity War really blow people's minds is have just anarchy just Thanos needs to kill some people he needs to do something that really has people going like oh my god I gotta go see that movie again holy crap I need to see what happens holy crap that is just insane did you see when that happened like this needs because I the biggest worry I have with this movie is that it has been hyped and built up for so long. I just hope people don't put it on this gigantic pedestal to be disappointed. Like Age of Ultron style? Yes. <laughs> Age of Ultron yeah. style where definitely like 2012 everyone's blown away, loves the Avengers and then only like a few years later Ultron comes out and people are all pissed because it's not mind-blowing. I don't think that could happen with this, though. Honestly, I think it, and 
maybe I'm wrong, I think it's almost, like, too big to fail. Where, like, if the only way that people would absolutely hate this movie is if, like, no one dies, nothing happens, everyone's chill, and they just all move on to the fourth movie, and, like, that's where shit gets real? Like, I don't know, though. I don't know. I don't think... I, I, I do think it's it's, at this point, it'd be hard to make it fail. Fair enough, fair enough. We'll All see, right, Jess. I could be wrong. Yeah, we could see. So probably our next episode of the podcast, we're going to be having our reactions to Avengers Infinity War, uh, a film that's been nearly 10 years like in the making for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So as we're wrapping up here, Jess, do you have yourself an LOL of the week? Um, you mean besides Jeremy Renner's Instagram? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. I, third time I brought it up because it's that good, you guys. I swear to God. Um, oh, my God. Okay. My LOL of the week comes from The Onion, always bringing the LOLs. They released a brilliant article, the headline of which is, Cool glitch effect on movie studio logo must mean shit is about to go down. Um, so it's like spoofing, like the uh, like Justice League DC movies, where like right when the movie starts, like the Warner Brothers logo like glitches out, like oh 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 god. Um, the first line of it, according to moviegoers currently bracing for the next 95 minutes, the cool glitch effect used on the Warner Brothers logo during the film's intro sequence must mean that some serious shit is about to go down. <laughs> Quote, oh man, here we go. The normal picture got all distorted for a second and the musical sting was replaced by some garble, staticky background noise, said viewer Patrick Leeper, who speculated that if the logo's sudden disappearance was any indication, he might be in for quite an intense ride. I wouldn't be surprised if the movie opened with, like, ash floating, like, snow through the darkness while a character we don't know runs frantically down an alley. Shit, the Paramount logo is completely silent, too. This is going to be rough. <laughs> it's so true. Like, whenever they do, like, weird, like, like ooh, ooh, like a little thing, like a little moment with the logo, it's like, oh, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? <laughs> that is, like, a deep... Deep cut. I love that. Right? <laughs> like, if you're not a big moviegoer, you're probably just like, what is this person complaining about? It's true, though. It's so true. I laugh. I literally, I literally LOL'd when I read that. I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, so my week, I'm, like, looking at this, and, like, this, this is from something that happened way back when, like, the Oscars were happening. So... You're a fan of The Office, correct, Jess? Yes. Did you see that people posted after the Oscars, it's a picture of Kevin from The Office, and I think the actor who played Kevin actually tweeted this too. There was an episode of The Office, I don't know which season, I don't know which episode, where basically Kevin was talking about how he loves taking bets where someone's like 100 to 1, He's like, even if the bet is crazy, like, uh, like you hundred to one, you take it, because like you're gonna win a shit ton of money at a hundred to one, and he's like, basically, like he gives an example of something that is a stupid hundred to one bet. He's like, if someday Kobe Bryant wins an Oscar, I'm going to be a very rich man, 
And like that was a joke like probably seven, eight, ten years ago. But as we saw at the Oscars in one of the short film categories, Kobe Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, won an Oscar. <laughs> and Kevin, the or the actor who played Kevin, uh, maybe his real name is actually Kevin too, he tweeted Kevin is a very rich man. (laughs) (laughs) That is incredible. Who would have thought Kobe Bryant would win an Oscar? But here we are. It's 2018. Some weird shit's happening all the time. (laughs) Yet Gary Oldman also got his first one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not Alan Rickman. Not Alan Rickman. Still not Alan Rickman. (laughs) Some listeners are probably like, why do they keep bringing that up? I, I know, that. that's true. If like, you haven't like listened to our backlog of episodes, you don't know that I have this weird issue where I confuse Alan Rickman and Gary Oldman, and it's really hard now because one of them's dead. And it's like, <laughs> Ooh, which one are you? You're the alive one. <laughs> and I told Jess the way to remember them is that, and some people would probably just say Harry Potter characters, but okay, <laughs> the way I'm... But calm down. <laughs> No, but the way my mind works is one of them was the villain from Die Hard and one of them was the villain from Air Force One. (laughs) I know. And the thing is, I love both of those movies. Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie. I, but my brain, it is, it's straight up. And if you say it's not a Christmas movie, come at me. I will fight you on it. But like, yeah, my brain just doesn't, doesn't get it. Like even, even though you just said Fuck, I already confused it. Who was in Die Hard? Fuck, the dead one? Alan, Rick, Alan okay. Rickman was in, was in Die Hard. See, even as you said that, and I've seen Die Hard a million times, I just imagined Gary Oldman. Why? <laughs> Why can't I figure this out? I don't know. It's like the blue and that, it's like the black and blue and the gold and white dress. It's exactly that. <laughs> only I'm the only one who sees it. No one else sees it. The day that that like broke the internet and got lots of people in fights. Yeah. I still don't even care about that. But for me, it's like, yeah, the black, blue, like gold, white is Alan Rickman, Gary Oldman. <laughs> also, another one that always gets me is... Ray Fiennes and, uh, God, what's the guy from Taken's name? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson and Ray, Ray Fiennes. <laughs> I, same dude. Same person. I swear to God. Same guy. One of them was Voldemort and one of them was Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> okay, yeah. Does that help you? That Well, no, because I love Harry Potter and Star Wars. I don't know what is wrong with me. I don't know. Oh Maybe I just think like old white British guys are all the fucking same. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Turns out I'm racist towards old white British guys. Sorry. I don't know. When Tamba Ten marries you someday, he's going to be a very lucky man. <laughs> <laughs> Are these the opinions you love? <laughs> these them. <laughs> oh, good Are God. Are these the opinions you love? <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand, children. I have a, a, a face blindness for white British old men. They're all the fucking same. (laughs) And on that note. (laughs) On on that note, thank you so much, listeners, for hopefully joining us back on this latest episode 
of the Entertainment Buffet podcast. Um, <laughs> Jess, throw your uh, your plugs out there. So on Instagram and now Twitter, both of them, I am at JessQuaz. Uh, you can find me on there. I also have my blog, Unsolicited Opinions, which is on WordPress, so you can look me up on those parts of the interwebs. Let's be friends. Let's talk. Let's do it. No, well, let's not do it. Like, I don't want to... No, no, no. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my bad. Uh, don't get any ideas. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the pros, T-H-E-P-R-O-Z-E. And I've been forgetting some of the episodes, but special shout out to friends of the podcast, uh, Movie Trailer Trash Podcast, hosted by Charlie and Bethany Duber. They recently crossed 100 episodes. Congratulations to Movie Trailer Trash. 100 episodes. That's crazy. Um, And also shout out to Jeremy Meyer and the host of the Shelved Podcast. Check out those as well. As for this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. Try not to ask out Jess too many of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, wait, no, come on. Hey, hey, wait, 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 what? <laughs> no, come on. I want some free dinner. Come on, take me out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> please. Rate, review, subscribe, email us, and if you are in the Chicago area, get your tickets for Out of This World. It is a show of four short plays with sci-fi, fantasy, comedy. Some of these plays have time travel, murder, uh, the devil, and an alien. It's a bunch of goofy, weird fun. We're only doing four shows. Stage773.com slash shows slash Out of This World to get your tickets now before they sell out. And uh, hopefully, if you guys sell it out, we can bring it back if you really like it. So um, please check that out. Please check out Plan B, the web series, on Facebook and on uh, YouTube. And uh, we also have it available if, for some reason, you're not a fan of Facebook or YouTube. It's on funnierdie.com too. I don't know where else to put it, guys. (laughs) Check it out there. Stay tuned for all of our updates. And, oh... As uh, we said at the beginning of the podcast, follow Entertainment Buffet also on Instagram at Entertainment Buffet and uh, keep updates there as well. Anything you'd like to say, Jess, before hopefully uh, next time we're on here, we're going to be talking about the aftermath of Avengers Infinity War. I just really hope that Black Widow and Scarlet Witch don't die. Like, like now I'm actually like very concerned. Um <laughs> I think Scarlet Witch is fine. Uh, but, uh, okay, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. But, like, watch out, boo. It's not looking good. I don't think... <laughs> I don't know, man. Like Jess's new catchphrase. Yeah, this is going to be my new thing. I'm going to be saying it throughout the whole theater. I'm going to be like, oh, watch out, boo. Oh, no, it's not looking good. Like, that's going to be it. But, oh, uh, I don't know. It's going to be a wild ride, and I guess I'll see you on the other end of it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how we survive and uh, all the tales you're going to tell your future uh, grandchildren someday. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's whenever they ask me about like what the past was like, I'm just going to refer to Marvel movies. Like, <laughs> just going to tell them all about the stones and... People are like, what was 2018 like, Grandma? <laughs> and you're like, well, 
that was the year that we had Black Panther, <laughs> Avengers Infinity War, and Deadpool 2. I And, and well, I mean, what the fuck? It was... <laughs> And and and, and the wasp, but no one was really, you know, just yeah, in their pants over that no one, one. No one really cared about that one. <laughs> Keep oh, and solo. Ooh, ooh, ooh. solo. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> But by by the time you're a grandma, there'll be a remake of the of the solo movie. <laughs> just the whole Star Wars is, will be rebooted. It'll just. <laughs> You know, like who fucking, like Taylor Swift's granddaughter will be the star of that. It'll be a whole there'll be, thing. There'll be tons of scenes that take place in casinos. There'll be tons <laughs> of Star Wars scenes where people force float through space, and uh, Hispanic Oscar-winning actors with uh, stutters just. <laughs> you literally just named my least favorite parts of that whole. Th- Good God. Fuck it. We're, we're done here. I'm done. This is, why would you bring up the casino scene? Why would you bring up the... Why? Why would you bring these things up? Just to make fun of the haters. Um, oh, but no, those parts are really fucking rough. They are really, really bad. They are, but okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. We hope to catch you soon on more episodes. And uh, thank you for sticking with us through this hiatus. Yes, and thank you for listening to this whole thing because this has been a journey in and of itself. So thank you for sticking to the very end. Oh, we had lots to talk about. I mean, this is history in the making, this movie. We got to meet Grandma Quaz. Uh, <laughs> we got to meet your future husband. I mean, a lot to cover. We really, yeah, we had a lot, a lot of things to go over, and now we've done it. So we bye. have. <laughs> <laughs>